Hello, and welcome to the Strength to be Human podcast with your host, author and playwright Mark Anthony Rossi. This show explores all forms of creativity for those searching for meaning and a place in the world. To err is human, but so is to love. Now, without further ado, here's your host. Hi, folks, and welcome back to Strength to be Human. This is your host, Mark Anthony Rossi. This is episode number 94, the last in the Mechanics of Muse series, What is Discipline? All right, we're going to talk about the different facets of discipline and how it's necessary in the arts in general and, of course, particularly in writing. That's what we're really talking about on on this episode. But, you know, um, we'll we'll talk about some other different art forms as well because... Discipline is still important in, in them as well. Now, I don't want to start off on the negative, but it's important to really, I, I think, establish what is not discipline. And I think because a lot of people have a the wrong idea about it, or, or they have some weird traditional um, notion of, of what discipline is when it comes to the arts, okay? So, here's what it's not, all right? It's not that... Every hour of the evening, whether it's, uh, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock at night or only on Thursday or, you know, only on Tuesday after the card game or, you know, that's not discipline, okay? Putting aside some time to, to, to write or, or to be artistic, to edit, you know, whatever you're doing in, in, in a creative fashion, that's not discipline, okay? I mean... That's great that you're being consistent, and don't get me wrong, whatever you're, you're doing on this is, is definitely important. But discipline is actually way beyond just doing something in a cookie-cutter fashion, okay? What discipline is definitely not is it's not a formula. And I think we get trapped up many a times in, in society in general, always looking for some kind of formula. And to me... I don't know. You can call me a jerk and that's fine. But every time I see somebody that's looking for a formula, I, I, I wonder if they're just looking for a shortcut. If they just want to be, you know, uh, lazy or just don't want to put the work in. Or I question the work ethic when you're trying to find some formula to something. Folks, most things in life that are worth anything, they don't have a formula to it. Okay? It could be just as basic as how to... Uh, continue a, a relationship in a, in a healthy fashion whether you're a boyfriend girlfriend or married or whatever okay well guess what there's not really a formula to it now there's certain elements like you know you need to be honest you need to have some communication you need to put some time into it you certainly can't stay away from it for a long time and wonder why you know the relationship isn't as close as it used to be or was is not as uh, as intense as it should be yeah, those are all factors and those are all elements. But again, there's not any real formula to it because all kinds of different things are happening. It's no different in, in writing. I mean, I, I find it often amusing in finance. and That's the world that I'm in when I'm not doing anything artistic. Is is folks that, I don't know, 50, 10,000 times a day. Mark, what's my credit score? If I only knew what score I have, I could go and get this. I'm, I'm like, folks, there isn't any such thing. I tell people all the time, they don't believe you. Yeah, they'd rather believe in Bigfoot than, than the facts that you lay out to them. It's one of the problems we have, uh, I, I think, as creative people, too, is sometimes we don't we seem to have a, a difficulty grasping some of the most obvious things, okay? There is a no perfect score, folks, okay? Because in, 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 in these days, it's not just about a score. You know, you can have a 725 in your credit score and still get turned down for a loan. And why is that? Well, because there's some nicks and some cuts and some bashes in that credit report that when people dig into, they're going to have questions about, you know. You can have a 725 score and miss a payment or two here and there. Or closed out something, you know, serendipitously. Or, or maybe you, you had a dispute and something got, 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 got knocked off. And it's on right over there and it looks bad. So it, it, when you dig in, it's all about performance as well, not just about some score. And it's no thing, no different than your income. You know, your income is a is a downturn, maybe because 
you're relying on overtime too much or, you know, um, maybe uh, a new company took over your company and, and, you know, you had to get to another position, you're getting paid less. All those other things have a factor in and into getting a loan. So it's not about some magical number that becomes some formula or something. That's the problem with too many things these days. We look for that. Discipline, where it concerns writing, especially in creativity, has a lot to do with your mental focus. And I think in many instances, sometimes the mental toughness of the writer. That's where the discipline comes in. You know, be honest with you, any any mope, any robot, you know, any any drone can you know put aside uh, you know ninety minutes every night for four nights a week or something. Does this mean that during this time something incredible is going to happen? No, it might not at all. Nothing might not happen all that time. You might just put a bunch of words down, and maybe do some editing, and you know, and call it a night. Now, if you want to think something great has happened, go ahead. No one's stopping you. But if you're willing to be honest with yourself, and this is one of the more critical things about discipline, we're going to talk about that, is that there needs to be a, a real accounting about what you're doing and what impact is having. That's what honesty is all about. And I'm not talking about honesty to your neighbor or honesty to your, to, to your family or even honesty to your coworkers. I mean the most important honesty of all, the honesty to yourself. Are you getting anything out of, you know, the, the semi-Stephen King method of uh, I'm going to put down 600 words every time I sit down to write and blah, blah, blah. Sounds all wonderful. Don't mean a whole lot of anything. If you can't be honest with yourself to see if anything's coming out of it. If you did that for a couple weeks and nothing is coming out of it, then it, it's it's dumb. You're wasting your time. This is discipline and creativity is about making decisions that are actually worthwhile for yourself in, in, in your arts. If you're not making those decisions and things are not coming out in a fruitful manner, well, you got to change it up then. you got to figure out something else. You can't stick with the same stuff all the time and you're wondering what happened. Mark, man, I don't know what happened, man. I must have put like 14,000 words down this month. And I can't even use like, you know, not even a portion of it. Yeah, that's because most of it's crap. What are you going to do with crap? Maybe you could throw it on your lawn or something, but that's about it. You're not going to be able to do anything with it. Oh, I see. You, you thought maybe like 9,000 of those 14,000 could really be useful and you, you're on your way. No, you're not on your way to anything. Because you can't approach creativity, okay, in some logical fashion. You can't approach it in some shortcut fashion, in some formula fashion, even in some consistent fashion. You certainly can't... Uh, uh, approach it in some kind of glib fashion. You know, like it, it's just going to come to you because you sat down and the forces of the universe are going to suddenly notice, you know, that, that 15 galaxies away. Wow, he just sat down. We need to come over and grace him with our presence. Uh, no. Your decision to sit down at a certain time doesn't mean a hill of beans. Doesn't mean one thing at all. Why? Because you don't know. If you're going to be inspired during that time. Inspiration. It comes and it goes. Oftentimes you got to listen for it. And then you might have to stop something you're doing. You know. I had a few times I've been trying to concentrate on something. And when it finally came to me. I'm like excuse me sir. And I ran to the bathroom. Pretend I had to go to the bathroom. Go write it down. Throw it on my phone or a note or something. Then at least I know I captured it. You don't know when it's going to come. You just have to be ready. That's what discipline is about. That's one of the first things of discipline and creativity is being ever vigilant. It could be a, a, a dream pushing you in a certain direction. You might have to get up and, and throw it down there. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, getting out of bed, it, 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 can be, it can be rough. You know what I mean? You're, you're freezing. You're tired. Your head hurts, whatever. Well, who said being a writer and, and being a, a creative person, being an artist, is supposed to be easy? Well, it's not. Discipline will bring you out of that bed onto the computer or taking a note down or, or whatever you got to do. Then you can go back to what you were doing and sleeping, okay? I, I've always said that sleep is overrated. And to me, it always has been. Now, discipline, it's also about really evaluating what you're doing in your writing. 
not just all about, okay, Mark, I figured out um, to try to listen more to my muse or my inspiration or, or the things that come to me. I got those notes down. Now I'm going to start crafting out stuff, blah, blah, blah. That's great. That's the next step in, in discipline is now trying to put aside the time and the energy to sit down and start crafting stuff. I mean, just because you got inspired about something, maybe a thought frame or a word or a couple of sentences or whatever, it doesn't mean you're done. It doesn't mean that, that that's it. You know, I, I, I talk to writers all the time that they almost sound angry. Oh, my God, Mark, I had to rewrite this thing. It took so long just to get this far. Hey, that's what happens sometimes, okay? Not everything is going to come easy. You know this in life in general, so I don't know why you think it's going to be any different in writing. Don't get that, okay? Really? It's going to be harder. You're doing something interesting. You're doing something special. If you're doing something interesting and you're doing something special, why is it supposed to all be there neatly in front of you with a bow on it? That doesn't make any sense. If it's special, that means it's going to require more work, more attention, more energy, more commitment, maybe even more time. Oh, my Lord. Well... If you don't care about that, then I guess it's not all that special then. That's usually how these things work, folks. I don't mean to generalize it, but generally that's what you're going to find out. Now, don't get me wrong. You're going to have some instances every so often where you might get an entire project in your head. And you're able to put it down with minimal editing and it's done. Yeah, that happens. It doesn't happen a lot. But it does happen. Don't count on that. If you did, you know, you, you'll run 20 years and do like five pieces of work. Not not much productivity there, okay? And that's where we come to the next stage of, of, of discipline. Productivity. Once you're honest with yourself about what you're doing, okay? And then you're willing to put in the commitment to get it done. That means uh, editing, rewriting, and, and everything else. Then it's about, well, how productive am I becoming with this? I mean... I, I know it, it seems like to a lot of people that, you know, if it takes you four months to write one poem, that's probably too much time. Well, I guess if it isn't if it's a fantastic poem, something that's going to really knock over, you know, some people, then maybe it's not. But generally speaking, again, because remember, on this show, we, 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 we manage by the standard. We don't manage by the exception, okay? Generally speaking, yeah, a couple months for one poem, yeah, that, that is a lot of time. If you're working on other things simultaneously, then that's okay. Hey, Mark, I'm working on this article, and then I'm just trying to work on this other play. And I got this poem. It just, just won't work out. I just keep trying on it, keep trying on it. Hopefully something will happen. That's fine. But uh, you don't want to be reworking on something like that for, you know, months on end. It's like 24 lines. I mean, come on. You want to put that to the side and go through something else that's more interesting and more productive. It's important, folks, to be productive. And what I mean productive is, is that you got some accomplishments out there. Uh, you got a couple pieces that you think might be ready to release out there to, to possibly be published. You got a couple pieces that are closer on the rewriting stages that you're getting there. You got a couple other pieces that, you know, maybe they're in the beginning stages. You know, like an assembly line, you know. You know, a couple of finished cards, a couple of half-finished cards, a couple of ones that you got to start really starting from scratch. That's really what you want to be doing. That's how you stay productive. Okay? You can't distract yourself on one thing and, and, and become a seft on it. You know, I know writers have done this before. Yeah, Mark, I had like five or six things going, and then this one thing I just really got, really peed me off, and I really had to hit it hard, and the next thing you know, three weeks have gone by, and I'm still working on that same thing and nothing else. You don't want to get trapped in that, okay? Sometimes you got to let something go for a while. Leave it in the journal for a while someplace, so... Leave it in a file that, you know, you'll come back to it and go on to other things that feel like they're, they're going to flow better, that they, they make more sense to where you're at at the moment. Remember, a lot of discipline is not just emotional, uh, excuse me, it's, it's not just mental toughness, but also there's a certain uh, emotional, I, I, I feel, maturity to it, meaning that, you know, if you get hung up on too many small things for too long, you're wasting your time. We only have so much time, folks, okay? We really do. I don't care if you're a, a person with a full-time job in a family like mine 
Or if you're somebody retired and you think you have more time. Well, how much time do you have, actually, even as a retired person? I've talked to retired people that are more busy than I am, and I, and I have a job and a family and everything else. So it, it maybe it's in perspective. But I say that whatever time we have, you know, towards creativity, or maybe even whatever time we have in life. I, I can't even tell you this month. It just began. And I mean, I already dealt with a couple people who died in my community and things I hear at the bank. It's like, wow, we're not even in the first week yet. Just So you never know. You don't know when your number's up. You don't know when they're going to call you to your reward. Or, you know, maybe you don't get a reward when they call you. <laughs> but um, and that would really uh, suck because you don't want to waste time doing stuff that's not useful and not productive. Or you're getting hung up on something for a long time. So that's really where discipline comes in. It steers you away from that. <clears throat> Excuse me. It doesn't mean... That you are giving up or you are quitting. Even on a certain piece that's just really just, it's just keeping you stuck like 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 a stick in the mud. It doesn't mean you're giving up on it. It means you're putting it to the side. You'll come back to it another time. Sometimes it's what you do. It's, it's not about quitting. It's about taking that steering wheel and just turning away for a little while. Because you need to get some better direction. You need to get away from that thing because it's, it's sucking up your time and your energy. And oftentimes, it's not hard, I feel, on an emotional basis, to get angry at something. And then it, it makes it worse. So it's good to put it away. You put it to the side, get on to other things. And this is what discipline will, will allow you to do. It'll say to yourself, yeah, I, I need to stop this one for a while and go on to something else. Maybe some other time. I've done that plenty of times. It's been extremely effective. In fact... I was so happy. I'm like, man, I wish I would have had this before. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, to me, it's a dumb thought to have. And I, I have these dumb thoughts sometimes. So there's no wishing, uh, wishing. It, 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 it's not about wishing because guess what? You had it, I don't know, five weeks later because five weeks later you were ready for it. That's just the way it is. You wasn't going to be ready five weeks before. You'd be on it probably still to five weeks later and nothing gotten done. That's why stepping away is so important. It lets clears your mind. Gives you a better perspective. Maybe um, other things you're writing will, will kind of help jar things that will help you in that other piece that you were stuck on. That's what it needed. It needed you to, to stay away from it for a while. Discipline allows that. Okay? So we recap here uh, quickly what we got so far. We got uh, the phase one of, of discipline is really about being honest with yourself about what you're doing. Okay? That time you put aside, what you're doing with that time. You know, second thing is really, uh, I, I feel, having a lot to do with just the concentration of, am I using this time wisely? Okay? Am I just spending too much on one thing? Should I branch out and do some other things? You know, so really about just trying to prioritize things in, in, in a fashion, okay? So we, we, we got... We got the discipline uh, telling us to, to analyze what we're doing. And then we got the discipline telling us to prioritize what we figured out. You're analyzing things because maybe there's seven or eight things you want to get done, but maybe there's only so much time to do them. And so let's prioritize whatever's going to be the most effective. What feels like it's going to move faster and get somewhere? That's what you want to be doing. Okay? Now, I'm not trying to put any kind of mechanical efficiency on creativity. But you do have a lot of control what's going on. It's not like some mystical force over here is, is making you right or giving you all these thoughts. A lot of them are coming from yourself. Okay? We talk about that a lot. Um, the muse, the inspiration, it can come from all kinds of different places. Some people believe it comes from the spiritual forces. Some people believe it's just the back of your mind. Some other folks believe it's just a collection of... Uh, of experience and maturity and information that, you know, that distill into something when you've acquired it and trying to work on it. Nobody knows the real answer of any of that. What I do know is this, okay? Discipline is about trying to get the most out of what you're doing. Now, you want to call that efficiency? That's fine. I, I don't like the word because I feel that it is very robotic and mechanical, and I don't like to go in that direction. But what I do say is that you should... Put some sort of, if not a standard, at least some kind of reasonable expectation in what you're doing. You know, you can't spend 
seven, eight, ten hours over the course of a couple of weeks you put aside and you don't get anything done. I mean, that's not that's not a reasonable expectation. I ain't got a lot done, but I really gave it a shot. So there you have to make sure, are you working on the right stuff? Do you have the right attitude? You know, are, are you being honest with yourself about how you analyze and all this? That's what discipline is about. Trying to make sure that the time you're putting into it can come up to something. Because what's the point of putting all that stuff into it if you don't have anything? Hey, Mark, man, uh, I think I collectively I, I probably did like about like 14 or 15 hours, man, in like the last two weeks. But I don't have a lot to show for it. Now, I'm, I don't mean to criticize that in the, in the way that you have just wasted your time. I don't really believe ultimately that there's a waste of time whenever you're trying to do something uh, creative. I mean, it, it's always some benefit for it. It's just that can we get the maximum benefit here? Do you need to work on that one piece that just leaves you stuck someplace and you're just like, ah, oh, I can't figure out how to get out of this thing? Because, you know, we write ourselves in a corner a lot. Sometimes, folks, in that same sitting, you can't write yourself out of the corner. Get the heck out of there. Put it to the side. Let's get on to something else. That's what you have to do. And this is what discipline helps you to do. All right. Then, of course, we were talking about uh, both the mental toughness and really the emotional maturity uh, about making those kind of decisions, making sure that what you're doing has a priority. It, it has a purpose, too. You know, it's I always feel it's important to, to work and to write with a purpose. Now, don't get me wrong. Just because you have a stated purpose it doesn't mean that uh, you're always going to achieve that state of purpose. Sometimes you're not. We're going to fail like any other human beings are going to fail. But I think it's great to have some kind of a purpose. I don't like the idea. And I know there's some writers that do that. And that's fine. But to me, it, it doesn't. For me, it doesn't ring true. That I don't really have a purpose from a writing. I'm just going to wait for the spirits to come over from, I don't know, the Galaxy Z or something. Sit on my shoulder. Throw some whispers in my ear. And then I'm going to come up with some awesome zen-like quality poems cool if that's what you think that's fine okay but none of that that i just told you right there will fit into anything in discipline because discipline is about you taking reins of what you're doing okay you can't take reins of what you're doing if you think some other force is just you know manipulating you and you just want to sit back i don't know what your definition of work ethic is my work ethic is not sitting back, okay? I don't care if it's God, the spiritual forces, you know what I mean? Beelzebub, Buddha, whoever, whatever, okay? None of you guys have anything to do with what I'm doing, okay? This is about me. I have this time on earth. This is what I want to do, and this is how I'm going to shape it. And that's what discipline uh, informs you about. It's not a question of telling somebody uh, or some force disrespectfully, leave me alone. No, it's just about... I'm going to be in the control seat here, okay? You want to throw something my way that's interesting? Yeah, I'll check it out, you know? You want to whisper something in my ear? I will consider it. But I am the person in charge. That's what discipline does. It tells you that. You're the person in charge. You have to have that. If you don't have that, well, guess what happens? That's when you start using the time you have. And, and, and in many instances, you know, wasting it. And I told you before, I don't believe there's a waste of time. No, there isn't. If you sit there and you're trying to do something, even if it doesn't come about, if you honestly feel that's all you can do and you're done it, you feel in good faith, then it's not a waste of time. But just because it's not a waste of time does not mean that some of the time you've used, you know, has been wasted. There's a real difference. There's a waste of time, meaning that zero, nothing. It's complete useless. And then there's other times where... You might have gotten some cool things out of it here and there, but it's not very efficient. You know, it really isn't. It's not really productive. You're not really getting the most out of it. And that's what really discipline is all about. You want to be able to get the most out of yourself and stay in control while you're doing that. So I find that, and you might find differently, but I find that the people who are the most talented tend to have the most discipline. They have an idea where they want to go. They have a purpose on, on what they want to write about. Now that purpose could change day by day depending on what they might have selected. Or it could just be a general purpose, you know. I know some people that they're really committed to just writing stuff about nature. So 
They're not going to write stuff about the girlfriend breaking up with them or, you know, the dog, you know, pooped on my white rug or anything like that. So you're just going to write about nature. That's it. All the mysteries and wonders of nature. There's so much on earth that we haven't even explored yet. So I've never been against that. I don't make fun of those kind of people. God bless. Have a fun time doing it. Not really an easy task. Great. Maybe we all learn something for that. All right. But. There's others, and I'm one of those people that I like to change the things that I'm doing. I don't like to always write about the same stuff. Even though I'm more of a social writer, I still write about other things. So, and and I like that. It, it, it keeps me fresh. It keeps it interesting. And also, uh, it lets me incorporate some things that are happening, you know, maybe currently in, in my life or currently some things that I noticed that I like to speak about. You know, otherwise, you know, you, you never really feel like you're doing anything beyond, of you know, something you from three months ago. Yeah, I'm still writing the same stuff from three months ago. I don't know. How's that moving forward? How is that any kind of progress? I mean, I mean, unless you're, it's a continual project like a novel or something. You know, it's not helpful to do that on some of the shorter pieces. You want to be fresh. You want to be concise. You want to be clear. You want to have a, a direction. You want to have a purpose. And And this is what discipline helps all of us to do. It's sort of to stay focused on, on what we're trying to uh, actually accomplish over here. We don't want to fall. I always tell writers this all the time. Don't fall for your own baloney, okay? You could tell your friends and your relatives and the girl you're trying to impress that, you know, the spirit of Buddha is on your right shoulder and he, he throws some fortune cookie wisdom into your ear and you put it together with a couple of ideas you have in your journal and now you got some fantastic poetry, okay? That sounds really cute. I don't know. Maybe you'll get a kiss on the cheek or maybe you get to dance with her. But I tell you... Um, you don't want to take it too seriously because you're going to have plenty of times where Buddha is telling you to go to heck and you got to go figure this stuff on your own. Discipline makes sure that you have the, the control to do so. You have the wisdom to do so. You have the reins to do so. The tools to do so. Because guess what? Buddha might be in Iraq or you know might be hanging out in Pluto or something. So he might not always be around for you. You have to be around for yourself. And that's what discipline does. It makes sure of that. And you want to make sure of that. Because again, you don't know what kind of time you have on your earth. You know? You just don't. I see more and more of that. And it, I don't, it doesn't concern me regarding my own self or health. Only because I understand it only could do so much. And in the end, it comes, it comes. But I do understand where it concerns using discipline and being productive. I try to do that to, to, to the best of my ability. Because I don't want time going by. You know, without me doing something. Oh, Mark, that means you don't take vacations or Mark, you're not but you're a relaxer. No, I'm not any of that. I actually take vacations. I let the family have fun. I only could do so much of that. You know, I'm sorry, but sitting on the beach day after day after day with sand in my butt and, you know, smelly ocean water and wondering if a shark's going to bite me when I'm out in the ocean over there. I, I don't know how this is supposed to be carefree and stress-free. To me, it is, it's boring and, and, and actually uh, intrusive, you know? But it's kind of hard to contemplate any other kind of writing when you, you know, you know, your butt's on fire and you got to put you know 17 gallons of chemicals on to keep yourself from getting skin cancer in five hours. So it's kind of hard to do all that. That's why I'm not exactly a, a big fan of any of that stuff. I'm not a big fan of downtime. I'm not a big fan of sleep. I'm not a big fan of vacations. I like to work. It doesn't make me a workaholic. That's one of those dumb words that people use because you know they're looking for ways to get out of doing things. I'm looking for ways to get into doing things, okay? I want to be active. And I want to be somebody that in the end, whatever I'm doing is going to have a purpose. It's going to have some kind of a meaning. It needs to mean something. Because we do all the time things, folks, that are meaningless. I don't mean doing laundry because that has meaning. you got to have the clothes clean. But, you know, you've, you've sat there and, and, and listened to uh, TV shows for an hour or two. What the hell time was that for? Did you catch anything out of that? Was it interesting? Was it just for entertainment? I mean, what did it really do for you? So, I always say I don't mind a show now and then, and I do check out a couple shows, but, you know, I know there's more things I could be doing with my time that, that, that it is creative and that's useful. So, I like to make sure that I can do that the best of my ability. And I think it's very important that not only do we try to use our time wisely, 
but we try to use our times in ways that also respect those around us. Because remember, whenever you're doing this sort of thing, you are taking time from somebody else. It could be a girlfriend or a wife, could be a family member, could be a kid, you know. It could be other things that you like in your life that you, you, you put to the side so you could be creative. Now, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of people who just do this at night when everybody's sleeping. But then you, you take it into sleep. And then you're cutting it into yourself. Whenever we're doing this, folks, we're taking away from something. Okay? It, it, it kind of reminds me of that, uh, you know, that Friday the 13th uh, TV show they had where they had those cursed objects. And the whole basis of the cursed objects is it gave you something that you wanted. But in return, you had to help it kill somebody. So it, 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 sometimes creativity can be like that. You're taking something away, you know, I mean, from yourself or somebody else in order to be able to create something different and new. So if you're, you're going to do that, you know, I always tell people, try to exercise some more responsibility then. Try to take a, a real sense of urgency into it and, and, and understand that, you know, it, it, it can't be so carefree. You can't be so cavalier about that. Now, I understand there's some folks out, out there that are retired. Even widows and widowers, okay? And maybe you have more time than the rest of us. But again, it doesn't mean that you should not take any of this show or anything I'm saying seriously because, you know, you don't know how much you have left in your time, you know? And more times than not, people who are widows or widowers, you know, they, they suffer from some underlying depression and, and that, can, that can eat into your health. I mean, the statistics are, 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 pretty, are pretty clear there that... Um, uh, people who have their spouses die, they, they tend to have a shorter life than the average person that hasn't had their spouse died. And I think ha that has a lot to do with depression and not being active. And, and, and you know, this the stress of that whole thing, letting it weigh onto the person instead of trying to find creative outlets. I don't say it's possible for somebody to put aside and forget, you know, somebody they love for 30, 40, 50 years. I mean, I would never dare suggest that at all. But what I do know is that if you can't come to some kind of a term with it so that you can still have some productivity in the life you have, you're not going to have much of a life anyway. And I think discipline in the creative arts can help people that way. I think in many ways it helps people curb some of those depressions or some of those things that, that kind of creep on us that they shouldn't be there. We're now busy doing something else positive. You know, it may, it may scare away the blues, I, I say. And, and that's not a, that's not a bad benefit at all. In fact, that that, that that's kind of that's kind of neat, and I like that. But also remember, folks, like we talked in the beginning of this show, there really isn't any shortcuts. There's no formulas to any of this sort of stuff. It takes time. It takes work. You got to work at it. You got to believe in it, and 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 you gotta you gotta continue to. To go at it and, uh, until you can get something you feel that that's really really stating out there what you wanted to say. This is where discipline really comes in for us. And, and I, I find that when we have a better understanding, like I try to explain on this show, you'll, you'll have a richer appreciation of even the time that you put to the side. You know, remember, it's not just about respecting the art or even respecting those around you that you might have taken some time from. It's also about respecting yourself. I mean, how much respect do you have if you put aside an hour every night for the next, I don't know, 57 nights or something, and you get hardly anything done? Is that really respecting yourself and your time and your craft? No, it's just a waste. I don't know what that's for. I know some people have done that. I'm like, what are you doing that for? It's not going to prove anything other than you're not going to get anywhere. You think you're going to pat somebody in the back? Yeah, man, I've been hitting it hard. I ain't getting much done, but I've been hitting it hard. Now, you're not hitting anything hard. You're hitting your head against the wall. That's hard. Yeah, you're hitting that hard, but that's about all you're hitting. You're not hitting anything else. So be productive. Get on the right path. Do so by being honest with yourself. It's one of the biggest problems we have as writers in particular. is that we seem to have a real problem with being honest with ourselves. I've known plenty of writers that have no problem being honest with everybody else. You know, and then they sit down with themselves and they just lie to themselves. Don't look in the mirror. Or when they look in the mirror, it's one eye is closed and the other eye has some eye drops in it. <laughs> That's not helpful either, okay? That's not a good way of going about things, okay? 
You can't instruct the world on anything interesting when you're just lying to yourself, okay? You certainly can't help get yourself in the right path. Put yourself in that right attitude. And a lot of the, a lot of discipline has to do with an, with an attitude. An attitude of I want to get things done. I don't want my time frivolously thrown out the window. And if you can't do that, you're not going to have any kind of discipline. So discipline is really about that. It's a different type of time management. It's not the time management we talked in the past. You know, about trying to figure out figure out your job and your personal life and your family and all that and then juggle that in with, with creativity. That's time management. Discipline is a lot more different than time management. It's really digging deeper into what can I do to perform better in the time they just managed. So it's that next step, that next phase that's necessary. All right, you figured out in your schedule how to be here. Now what the heck do I do with this hour? Do I stare at the screen? Do I look at my phone? Do I start wallowing in pity about I don't know what to say? No. You got to just start writing. Some people ask me all this time, Mark. If I don't feel I can have anything interesting to say, do I have writer's block? Uh, no, you don't have writer's block. Okay? You're just not writing. That's not. There's a big difference. Writer's block is for creative people who write and then suddenly it stops for a little while and they're trying to figure out a way out of it. If you're not writing, you're not writing. There's no writer's block to it. You know, you don't have a block and at the moment you're not a writer. You're just a starer. You know, what are you doing? I'm just staring. Okay, I'll, I'll see you later. I'm going to go right now. That's what you're doing. Okay. You want to be a starer? You're going to get a lot of stares. You're not going to get any writing done. You want to be a dreamer? Yeah, you're going to get a lot of dreams in there, but it's not going to give you much writing. Guess what? If you want to write, you got to start writing. And if you want to avoid putting down 4,000 words that mean crap, well, then you have to actually have a purpose. All right, Mark, my purpose is I want to try to talk about how to feed the world better on less water and and. And, and just more conservation and maybe that'll be good for the earth and people won't starve. Okay, there you go. That's a, that's a purpose. That's a direction. Go start writing some different angles on that sort of stuff. Eventually, you're going to come to some stuff that's going to be worthwhile that you can craft later on into something that's great. You get a good poem out of that, good article out of that, etc., etc. That's not bad. So if you want to know, how, how, Mark, how do, I, how do I put anything on the page? Come up with a purpose. Give yourself a purpose. Now, it don't have to be some grand life purpose. It just has to be a purpose maybe for that day. Hell, even for that hour. The purpose of this hour is to write about cats that can talk to me when I'm sleeping. All right, there you go. Are they really talking? Or are they just annoying you because they're hungry? And they know you're the one that knows how to get to the food. I don't know, but it's a good article. Give that a shot. This cat is trying to penetrate my brain with its weird noises and it wants me to feed them, but I'm really tired and I'm human should come first and heck with this cat and blah, blah, blah. And now the cat's mad and won't use the cat box and I think it's trying to get back at me. You know, a cat poop revenge story. All right, not a bad idea. But again, there's a purpose, even if it's just for an hour. Give yourself that permission, Okay. And you're going to give yourself the room to start creating stuff. Not everything that's going to come out is going to be fantastic, but you're going to see that it has the direction that you want, and then you can move from there. It's all about in the rewriting stage anyway to get anywhere. But you got to have something on the page or the screen first to know that whatever you've done has made a difference. You know, my, my goal, and you could try to share this goal or try to get to this goal, but my goal is if I'm putting some, some real time to write, my goal is I want to come out with a draft or two or something, okay? Period. I don't care if it's finished. I don't care if I think it completely sucks. I want to have a draft of something, okay? Something I thought I would be uh, useful that day. I might hate everything I wrote about it, but as long as it contains a kernel of what the hell I wanted to do, then I know I've done something. Come out with a, dra with a draft and you're all right. Come out with nothing. Well, you might want to rethink all this because then that's not discipline. You're just forcing yourself into it. And that's where we come to the last part of this, all right? Discipline is not force. 
Okay, you can't put the creative discipline in with other disciplines, uh, like um, let's say a professional sprinter. Yeah, Mark, I had to always run, man, even when I didn't want to run, even when I wasn't feeling good, even when my leg was hurting, even when I, I had to do a whole lot of bowel movements and stuff, but I still had to run. I let it go down my leg, I'll clean it later, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's forcing yourself. And there are plenty of disciplines, especially in sports and other places where, yeah, you might have to do that in order to keep that, that rhythm going, in order to keep that, that high level of activity going, or keep that... You know, that threshold of, of, of pain and, and all that. Yeah, I understand that. Creativity doesn't have the same things. You can't force discipline. It has to come to you by you already making agreements with yourself. All right, I'm honest with myself. This is my goal. This is what I want to do. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to start typing up some stuff and let's see what we got. That's discipline. But discipline is about you already agreeing to it. You have not only faith in it, but you already have a, the, the, the respect of yourself and, and of the art to do it. It's not something about, oh, man, I got to write this thing. I don't really feel like doing this and blah, blah, blah. That's not discipline, okay? That's just being a grump, okay? Really. You're grumpy. Your oatmeal's lumpy. But that's not going to come out with any kind of writing, all right? So discipline is definitely anti-force. You already want to do it. It's already in you. You're bringing yourself to the page, to the screen. It's not bringing it. It's not chasing you around the house. Come here. Come back to me, please. No. Now, maybe if you're an athlete and you're doing some kind of uh, boring, painful, crazy stuff that's necessary for you to, to make some goal one day. Yeah, that's different. But not this kind of creativity. Discipline has to be a mutual consent between yourself and your, and your body, between yourself and your mind, between yourself and your spirit. Your emotions lining up with your mental toughness. You're doing it because you want to do it. Because you believe it's important. Because you know you can get something useful out of it. You know the more you do it, the better you get. The, the more creative you become. And this is what happens with discipline. Ultimately, you're training your mind and your body to sit down and get something done. And you'll do it more and more regularly. Sometimes, uh, not only just naturally, but sometimes instinctively. Boom, boom, boom. You're not forcing anything. It's happening to you. And when you have that happen to you on a more regular basis, you're going to see that you'll be able to become more productive. And you're more productive, why? Because you just pretty much align the stars right to where you need them to be at. You got a destination and you lined up the stars so you can see your path, get over there to the end and, and get it done. Uh, corny metaphor, that's fine, but it's still the truth. That's, that's pretty much what you're doing. That's what discipline will bring for you. And that's what discipline allows you to become a much, much, I feel, productive artist and, and a much more creative person and ultimately a happier creative person. I mean, there's nothing worse than, than trying to create something and then, you know, it makes you unhappy because you just don't seem to get what you want to get. I mean, the world's already an unhappy place. Oftentimes we live in families that can be unhappy at times. You know, we can even be in relationships that always don't have the most happiness. Who the hell wants to sit there and get more unhappiness with something? Uh, I know plenty of writers, and I, I'm, I'm probably included in there, that there's sometimes that my writing time is the best time of my day. Because sometimes the kids are driving me nuts, you know what I mean? And my wife's over in some other planet, you know, and, and, and the job's just one big gigantic pain in the neck, you know? And the animals are chasing me everywhere for a, a treat or a bone or something. Sometimes writing is the only thing that keeps me, uh, you know, sane and, and, and keeps me like, all right, this is worth it. <laughs> Excuse me. And you're, you're going to have those times in those days, too. So, I mean, you don't want to have whatever time you did put aside, whatever time you've been looking forward to do and, and just it be an unhappy uh, experience. I'm not telling you that every time you do this, it's going to be a happy experience. This is life here, folks. We're human. You're not always going to have that, okay? I mean, I question sometimes writers when I talk to them and they're telling me about how happy they are writing and how exciting it is and how it brings them joy and everything. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to have plenty of times when it does that, but it doesn't always do that. And when someone tells me it's always doing that, I got to wonder where their head is because there's times where it is frustrating, where sometimes 
It can dredge things at you that you wasn't even prepared to talk about, let alone write about. What do you do then? Some things you can't put back in the bottle. Some things you can't just tuck back in your heart someplace. Sometimes that's what creativity is about. And sometimes the inspiration that, that comes from it can come from pain just as much as it can come from pleasure. You can't put it back. Well, how do I deal with that? Well, discipline will help you deal with that. Emotional maturity will help you deal with that. Having the mental toughness to understand that, yeah, this sucks. You know, this death or this injury or this pain or, you know, this life before the one I have now and blah, blah, blah. And, and you, you try to bring something that's going to be positive out of it. Something that you can gain some knowledge from, some experience from. Or maybe it's just like, excuse the, the, the expression, passing that kidney stone. Maybe that's all sometimes a piece of writing is. Just getting something poisonous that's hurt for you out of your darn system so you can move on to something else. You know? Don't get me wrong. The kidney stone is a horrible thing. But anybody who's ever had one before knows that passing it is it's almost a religious experience. And we're going to have writing sometimes. That that's what it is. Sometimes the writing is just getting stuff out of there. They need to get out of there. You, you don't even know if you can use it later. Or you might be able to use part of it later. Or maybe you just needed the, uh, the, the, the emotional unblockage of it. It just cleared out something so that you can move on to other things. Discipline will help you handle that. So it doesn't throw you off track. So it doesn't damage your time, or even just your efforts on something. Remember, folks, discipline, perseverance, talent, the three things we talked about on the mechanics of, of news, they're not a formula. They're not a guarantee. They're not even the promise, okay, that anything is going to go right and that you're always going to be productive and everything is going to come out great. All they are are good pointing directions on things that if you have, you're going to help your chances on getting some of these other things. All right. But there's there's no there's no pop that that's why people sometimes I think they get frustrated and they give up creativity because, you know. It's about having a reasonable expectation when you don't have a reasonable expectation, you're going to you're going to fail in a way that well, all of us could say that's not really a failure. But you're like you're digging it's a failure because your expectations are unreal. OK, somehow. After putting in six hours of hard work, you know, you're supposed to become Dante or something. I mean, it's not only is that not realistic, you know, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Why are you supposed to be one of the greatest poets that ever lived in six hours? Come on. I'm not telling you that you can't become a great poet. Even on the League of Dante, I would never say that. I'm just saying you're not getting it done in six hours, okay? And if you're already willing to give up and everything, well, forget it. You're not going to become anything because writing, if anything else, it's about not giving up. It's about persisting when others say you shouldn't persist. All right? It's about looking for light in, in, in a tunnel that doesn't seem to have anything but darkness. Okay? You know, and, and if you want to laugh, uh, when I was in Germany... I remember I'm in the bathroom and the lights go out. And nobody shut the light off. There was a power outage. Sometimes it happens at these concerts. They draw so much power from all the stuff they're getting set up for the next act and everything. The damn lights went out. I'm peeing in this toilet bowl over here. Okay? I'm still midstream when this is going on. And my first thought is, man, if someone turned this light off, I mean, I'm just going to have to kick somebody in the ass and pee on them on top of that. Because I'm just trying to go to the bathroom over here. Because, you know, I'm drinking beer and all kinds of other stuff. And, you know, boy, I got to go. But I just had a Zen moment where I'm like, you know, I can't see anything. Being violent in the darkness is probably not a smart idea. Why don't I just listen for the water and just try to aim the best I can? And sometimes that's all you could do with a writing or any kind of assignment. You know what I mean? Just make sure you're peeing on target the best you can. That's all you could do sometimes. It's it's not wonderful. And when the lights came back on. Um, my navigation wasn't always the best there, okay? Sorry, janitor, that day, uh, but, uh, God knows I tried, all right? And sometimes that's what writing is. That's why we need the discipline. 
And I don't think it's any more important than talent and perseverance. Don't get me wrong. But as you can see, it's the last little factor that sort of puts it all together. Once you have the talent, then you got to have that drive to, to move on with it. And then you got to have the discipline to put it all together. So it doesn't overwhelm you. So it doesn't uh, fall outside uh, some reasonable expectations. And, and so that you're just simply not there wasting time wondering, I thought I was a writer, you know. No, you, you are a writer. It's just a question of, are you going to continue to write? Or are you going to continue to question yourself? Yeah, and that doesn't make any sense in my opinion, okay? You know what a writer should do? A writer should question the world. Question his family. Question his relationship. Yeah, that's right. Question God. But try not to do too much questioning of yourself. As long as you're being honest with yourself... You don't have to question yourself because when you question yourself, you form doubts that you don't really need. And that's just that's just silly negativity that you don't really need. OK, question all the other stuff. That's your job. But as long as you're honest with yourself, you never will have to question yourself. You can just move on. You know, hey, Mark, why don't you put that uh, that that incredible, uh, you know, lens of, of observation on yourself? Well, I'm a writer. It's not about me. It's about you. OK, right now you're being a jerk. I'm going to write about you because you're a jerk. And you said a jerky thing. Okay. All right. If I'm a jerk. Well, I'm not going to write about that at the moment. Okay. I'll be a jerk in private. Okay. Have a good day. Stop being a jerk. And I won't have a subject to write about. You got it. See. Writing is about that projection. About that external examination. Now, I'm not to say that the people have the eternal problems and eternal issues that they're going to want to write about. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But that's not your whole, your whole job is writing. Because guess what? After a while, you get tired of yourself, or you get tired of your thoughts, and you get tired of your feelings. You might want to check out some other stuff in the world and write about that as well. Then give yourself a break. Go see what they're doing. You'll learn. Other people will learn. All right, folks, that's discipline there in, you know, 50-minute nutshell. Until next time, I really appreciate you being here. We're going to do mailbag at the next episode. I uh, can't wait. A uh, lot, a lot of email I got, and it's going to be really fun, and, and, and I, I think uh, and humorous at times. Sometimes a little rough, but hey, that's what you do when you put yourself out there. I can imagine some of the emails I get on this show, but let's give it a try. Uh, definitely give it to me. It's strength to be human at ravemail.com. God bless. Until next time, this is Mark Anthony Rossi. Thank you for listening. Follow the show and support our efforts by purchasing an ebook at Soma Publishing, www.somapublishing.com. <laughs>